What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rooster Grooves. Grooves, Grooves, Grooves. <laughs> that was uh, delay in a different accent. Yeah. I'm Jesse, 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 Jesse. <laughs> Quigley, Quigley. Yeah. Oh, I'm Jesse, though. <laughs> though, though, though. This is yeah. Jay Purcell, sell, sell, sell. <laughs> and uh, I see we're itching to get in the studio ourselves. We're oh. being musical on the intro. Yeah. yeah. We're going to recreate a Rooster Grooves theme song right now. Oh, yeah. Little jingle. We should do a behind the scenes writing. Yeah, a, a jingle. Writing Rooster Grooves jingle. Hey, you've got ideas? Hit us up, guys. We do kind of have one that I used um, from a free library. That is our song that was used on the intros when we had it. But it's definitely at the end of every every episode. Oh yeah, we got to yeah. get the intros yeah. back, Jay. Yeah, I. Uh, That's my bad. But we got to get them back. The actress episode randomly played for some reason on my TV the other day out of nowhere, and. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't even play. It wasn't even on the screen, but I heard the audio of the intro of uh, the the intro with to the, the lady with the lady. Yeah, so uh, I like when the lady intros. Yeah, we gotta we gotta bring her back. Gotta bring her back. Yeah, she's she's looking for work. Yeah, I don't know if she was able to pay <laughs> rent the last couple of months because we weren't. We haven't. Done it. <laughs> okay, that's my bad. Though. I'll get it back. But yeah. anyway, thanks for being here tonight, guys. We're talking mm-hmm. about Angus and Julia Stone. Yeah, we've... couple brother sisters duo. Yeah. From Sydney, Australia. Yeah. You're making like folk music. Yeah. Folk indie rock. Yeah. What would you say, Jay? Uh, yeah, definitely folk. Uh, poppy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, catchy. Some of their stuff is catchy. Yeah. It is, it's like poppy folk. Yeah. Uh, Americana, even though yeah, they're that's from Australia. But, um, no, but that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, some of their stuff reminds me a little bit of Fleetwood Mac, 70s era mm-hmm. sort of. Mm-hmm. folky rocky stuff 100 percent um and uh but also sometimes they veer into reggae and uh and sort of groovy things on some of their albums there's a few songs here and there it was one that was definitely reggae-ish which is interesting yeah. like, well they definitely yeah. have some yeah. um you know wide range of influences yeah like a lot of artists do and they bring them yeah. all into yeah into their foray into their their yeah. wheelhouse yeah and they use them but mostly yeah. through this kind of folky indie yeah. little zone there that they found. Yeah, kind yeah. of singer-songwriter yeah. vibes, mm-hmm. um, brother-sister vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else kind of vibes? Um, yeah, uh, hippie-ish? Yeah, hippie. A little bit. Angus is very... I don't know if he's been smoking the weed before every interview I've watched or whatever. But like, Either yeah. that or he's hungover <laughs> and <laughs> well, high. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's just how he normally is. I don't know. But yeah, he's very chill. He's very chill. Yeah. So, he's yeah. very chill and living yeah. in his own kind of zone. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, I think he's introspective. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's obviously got a lot going on yeah. upstairs. And he's, you know, not to say he's not smart or anything, but on, on his interviews, he just kind of is like real. Yeah. Real. Um, Washed out, wishy-washy, yeah. what can you say? Not wishy-washy. Our, our favorite words. Washed, washed out, but kind of, <laughs> he's sort of intense, but chilled. It's weird. Like you say, you can tell he's got like a lot of uh, things going on in yeah. his head or something. He's a very deep thinker or something like that. Yeah, but, maybe yeah. anxious. I always, it's yeah. weird sitting in front of uh, somebody else and having them ask you dumb questions. <laughs> yeah. Or questions that you've answered a million times before. 
Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. And he, not to say anything about this man, but right. he seems like a dope dude. And every, all the comments that I was reading, yeah. everyone's like, this, I love this man. Yeah. Like, what a great guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and then Julia was probably a little bit more outgoing, uh, seeming. Seemingly. Seemingly. A little more extroverted. Yeah. More comfortable on the camera, it look, looks like. Yeah. She's uh, two years older than Angus. Um, but they were both, um, yeah, grew up in the 80s uh 90s in australia in sydney um their parents were folk musicians i think um, yeah dad was in a band yeah mm-hmm. um i should have wrote down the band name don't know it oh did you you Just, came across it somewhere but yeah i did yeah, i think but uh yeah i don't know yeah. it's gone sorry let yeah. us know if you guys know <laughs> um or if angus if you're listening hit me up <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, so the dad was in a band, don't yeah. know his name, sorry, but they rehearsed in the basement and oh, yeah. Angus and Julia would, you know, like fall asleep listening to the, the yeah. bass coming through the, yeah. um, you know, the walls. The vibrations. Yeah. Yeah. I think Julia said she, her earliest musical memories is falling asleep to the rumblings of the live music mm-hmm. that was happening in the basement kind of thing. Which, yeah. which I really connected with because I remember that when I was falling asleep mm-hmm. and it was when like me and my brother shared a room and our dad's music like studio in the house was next door Mm. and he was on keys. So I'd always hear like the keys, the sound of the keys, but not the Mm. keyboards like coming out of the speakers, but hear the, just the dry key sounds, you know what I mean? On a keyboard when you're just like plucking them, right? just hitting them. What do you call it? Um, Hitting those keys. Stroking the keys. Stroking them. Yeah. 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 So like, Oh, really? On like an organ or something, or piano? Just like a, I don't know, keyboard. like a keyboard, dude. You know. Oh, because he was on headphones or something. Yeah, because he was on, yeah, okay. that's what I, that's the yeah. piece of information <laughs> was, I didn't yeah. tell you. I was like, why is he just practicing <laughs> hand like movements? Keyboard. <laughs> but so I totally resonate with that falling asleep with like hearing the rumbles of music in the other room or whatever, so. Yeah, yeah. Super cool, I guess. Um, his dad was, I mean, kind of a, a wedding singer. Okay. And I don't know if this is the same band or if he had like an artistic band and then a whatever, but he he played at weddings. Yeah. He played small gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, that He was also the school band conductor. Yeah. So they had all these different un- instruments lying around. Yeah, and I think both Angus and Julia played in the school band. Her did dad, they? Dad was teaching um, the band and stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. So they sort of did a little bit of that at school. Yeah. Yeah, so I think music was always encouraged to yeah. say the least yeah, they yeah. grew up around it mm-hmm. and i think angus and julie were saying it was kind of only a matter of time like did, did you yeah. love music why'd you get into music it's just and basically it's it just sep- we're gonna seep seep into them at some point yeah yeah because um it was kind of part of their upbringing yeah definitely so yeah where are we at yeah i don't know so they just like kind of grew up doing that and eventually they started playing music together but before that they were kind of writing music yeah separate i think like angus started before julia actually writing music um there was a time apparently when they're in south america um they're on holiday finishing high school at that time in their lives and he decided to show julia some of the his guitar work and some of the songs he wrote mm-hmm. which apparently inspired her uh, she he taught her how to play guitar and she started messing around with her own things and she said that really kind of saved her, got got her through that year or whatever, like that sort of. She was having a tough into year. Music. Um, I don't know, but if it was necessarily tough, she just said it got got me through that year. So I don't mm. know what that necessarily means. 
some so story there. It's a little vague, a little interesting. Let us know, intriguing. Julia. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's my note that I was trying to find. He was his. The dad was a wedding singer. Mm-hmm. He played at a local surf club, oh. also bowling alley. Right. Those were the notes that I just had to say. Nah. I had to interrupt and go back. Prime, prime venues. That's good stuff. Bowling alleys. Have you ever played in a bowling alley? No. No. We played at that rock climbing place. Oh, though. yeah. That was cool. There's like a list of the interesting places I played at. That's definitely there. A rock climbing thing. Mm-hmm. We were sitting up <laughs> in the middle of this room and there's all these mats on the floor and the walls are all like climbing things. And when we showed up, it was a bunch of kids like <laughs> climbing and then landing and going yeah yeah i mean like literally surrounded our little stage our tiny (laughs) little stage it was interesting the other place i've played at this is an interesting place was a in the uk there's an indoor uh snowboarding ski uh place so it's just like massive warehouse does not compute with fake snow in it and people it's like an indoor snowboarding thing so it's all climate controlled with fake snow and all that and at the very top of the peak there was this bar and we i played some shows in that bar there and it had a big window behind the drum kit and you look out and there's like people snowboarding and stuff like that that's kind of (laughs) cool where was that it's a place called milton Keynes. i think it was called escape or something like that in in america no in uk okay yeah damn okay uk which is an interesting place milton Keynes. It was the name of a small village digression here, but this is kind of crazy. Story time. Um, and uh, after the Second World War, they had this experiment to create like a new city kind of based on the American grid network, kind of an experiment for the UK. So they took on that name, expanded, and uh, and yeah, it's all like grid line streets. There's like something Boulevard and all this kind of stuff in the middle of the UK. Yeah, crazy. Take off to the americans man we know how to do roads yeah we know how to do grids exactly yeah it's interesting so take notes guys yeah all you other countries (laughs) we got grids over here we got grids we're good at it yeah it's Uh, easy easy to get around no that's cool i love the i love the tangent story yeah bring us back to world war ii yeah yeah didn't even yeah just you just threw that in (laughs) there (laughs) there's a little background whoa too uh, soon bro too soon too soon (laughs) so they're all up in music. They yeah. started getting into it more. They started to teach each other. Yeah. They were playing their own gigs. I think they yeah. were doing their own local gigs. Yeah. Open mic nights. Yeah. They'd play separate sets and they'd uh, help each other out by doing backing vocals on each of their sets. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. That's what I got. So eventually yeah. they were kind of like, hey, let's do this together or what? Um, yeah. I think at a certain point they decided let's get together and like create, pre- release and perform and mm-hmm. things. The interesting thing, though, is I think, I don't think it was until like their fourth album that they actually wrote together. I think they. Well, I was going to say they. Yeah, I think even they, on their stuff that they collaborate on. Yeah, they wrote songs separately and then right. brought, brought them into the project, kind of thing. Like to the like, point of yeah. they have a studio all day, yeah. and Julie will come in the morning, the first half of the day, and write, mm-hmm. experiment, whatever. Yeah. And then she'll leave and Angus will come in and fill in the rest of the day at the studio and write his portions, yeah, yeah. adding things, yeah, yeah. whatever he wants. Yeah. And then eventually they'll bring these ideas together and create the songs yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, glue them together yeah. or, you know, something, something like that, basically. Yeah, yeah. Not like that every single day, yeah. but that's what they said. Yeah. So. And they do have a band as well. I think like since the beginning, it's all live instrumentation as well, like on the recordings. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't think they're multi-instrumentalists. I think they do their guitar and singing. Maybe a bit of piano work, but um, uh, they have other musicians that come in and play drums and bass and stuff like that. On the recordings? Uh, on the recordings, yeah, I think. Yeah. At least the later ones, so I'm not sure. About their debut in 2006, Chocolate and Cigarettes was actually an EP. Um, and Angus and Julia are on the scene. Yeah, on the scene. She said... Uh, about chocolate and cigarettes. I really like both, but I'm trying to not like cigarettes. I only mm. smoke now after I play gigs. But that was in 2006, so she might have stopped smoking as well by now. But not the chocolate. Keep the chocolate. Nah, yeah. chocolate's good for you. <laughs> yeah. Science. Science. Antitoxigants. Toxigants. If you uh, eat the, the correct kind, think, not, yeah. not Hershey's or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think but, there's some good dark chocolate out there that's yeah. low-key healthy for you. The, the cacao. Count the count of chocolate cacao. of the cacao. Yeah. <laughs> the count of cacao. Count. No, I mean the the percentage of cacao is important. How much cacao is in your? <laughs> how much cacao is in your milk? Ninety-eight. Hey, bro, your milk's in my cacao. Your cacao's in my milk. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. No. <laughs> the first album, cacao and cigarette. No, chocolate and cigarette. <laughs> um, yeah, what? EP. 2006 good that vibe was, name. that was their first thing that they released together and they i think they were instantly just freaking got signed to a major label or something i was gonna like say that. what yeah. how'd they get that recorded and yeah mm -hmm. they had enough experience in the music industry to yeah. know people to just get signed like that i, I didn't wasn't yeah, able to find that information to put it together yeah i i don't really know how kind of there's some missing there's some missing connections there yeah. Which is unfortunately what this show should be about. That's well, what we're supposed to, to be teaching people. Trying to unearth those connections. But sometimes it's hard, though, if there's not a lot of info out there. Yeah. Which uh, I think what yeah. we've been finding is artists don't particularly like to blast that. No. Like, that's not the story they want to tell. They're which not is like, interesting. Here's how I got signed. Here's the most... Because yeah. it doesn't really matter to them that much. It's, it's a means to an end. It's not the yeah. end-all, be-all goal. Like, I'm signed. Here's what happened. Yeah. I think it's different from artist to artist. Like... Probably like out of all the artists we've covered, Tori Imwa was like one of the ones that talked a lot about his formative years and stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. Um, there's been a few others as well, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I mean, it's just, I mean, with Angus and Julia Stone, you know, it's just music. Like they, they it was already there before mm -hmm. they were born, and then it was there in their childhood, and like you said it's a no-brainer that they kind of went into it mm -hmm. um at least playing it but um but and, and they're so talented as well so even if they were unsigned and you heard them you know someone would be like they gotta <laughs> put them on a label or something like that you right know? like because they are really talented in like their vocals like the, mm -hmm. just this tone of singing and stuff like that i think is really soulful you know yeah, no, um, totally. Yeah. Some people say that yeah. you can't hit... You, the best harmonies come from brothers and sisters. Oh, really? From relatives, from siblings. Hmm. So, I don't know. There's that connection there that you can't really... Yeah, it you, takes a while to bond with someone that you're not, mm -hmm. you don't know or whatever. Kind of thing. Yeah, and that can happen yeah. with strangers, yeah. people that you meet down the road or whatever, yeah. and you play a lot of music with them and you can really lock in musically. Yeah. That happens all the time, I think. But I think what these people are saying, whoever that is, the mm -hmm. ideas in my head... Mm. are that siblings kind of just fall into that zone a little bit quicker and more naturally right off the bat. Yeah. Or at least that's possible. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, one note I had was, I think it was Angus saying being a musician comes down to their parents reinforcing you and, and that'll allow you to believe in yourself. Yeah. And then from there on, you're, you know, you can carry yourself and your own ideas yeah. and perpetuate your own worldview. Yeah. But it starts with that, that reinforcement of belief from your parents. So hmm. just another thing to add on for, with their, their kind of mindset, yeah. which is cool. Definitely. Um, so then they just started making more music more albums yeah um and i think they were touring right so yeah mm-hmm. they were writing songs on the road yeah they're starting to collect songs and ideas mm-hmm. um and i think uh pretty soon after the first ep uh they actually relocated to london i think um and that's how the first full-length album came to be mm-hmm. a book like this um somehow they got linked up with Fran Healy from the band Travis. Have you heard of them? No. They were like big before I, in like mid 2000s, early t- like before I came over here, they were like a big deal, like everywhere. It's like a band. They're Scottish. They got some good tracks. I They're think. called Travis? Travis is the name of the band, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He's he's kind of... Who's I'd, Travis? Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a, a separate story for their episode, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> to be continued yeah um and he uh was already a big deal by then i think and they got linked up and he invited angus and julia to go to his home studio to like write record and stuff like that and and like he had vintage guitars and microphones um and stuff like that so yeah so he helped yeah. him kind of produce it or at least Set offer up. some equipment and yeah. space. I'm not sure if his name is actually on it as a producer, but he definitely facita- facilitated right. the recording and writing of songs. Which is sort of thing. Yeah. all the difference sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's all you need is the, the space yeah. and a couple of bits of equipment. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Should we play a, a track? Uh, yeah. Give us and the listeners a little bit more of a... Yeah, so I, I played uh, Mango Tree from a book like this. There's a track called Private Lawns from their first album. A book like this. Good stuff. Pretty groovy. Pretty groovy. Yeah. Interesting. I like her vocals mm-hmm. on that. Like, yeah, just, it's just nice. No, it is. It's, it is really nice. It's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. It's real. And to and circle back when they did have their first EP out, I think they got a lot of radio play in Australia, mm-hmm. which led them to getting a distribution deal with EMI in Australia. And I think that is kind of like what, and then they got a deal with a record label in the UK and then they really okayed to the UK. 
So yeah, those independent records, I think they got on. Yeah. So I think it's kind of, that's how it happened. And because despite Australia being such a large country, I think they have a small like scene of like musicians that are actually going to get signed to big labels and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it seemed. Especially back in like 2006. Yeah. When they were so, coming onto the scene. Yeah, I yeah. feel like, I don't know. We've done yeah. some episodes on Australian bands and it seems like it's yeah. more and more popping. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. this decade and more and more as yeah. we go yeah but i don't know and don't um, know australia yeah we gotta go uh melbourne is the place to be i love melbourne let's go that was a good musical yeah. city to be in very cultural yeah but these guys are from sydney so, <laughs> <laughs> so Which i did go to a rock club in sydney that was kind of fun i saw some good bands actually um it was they had this tiny stage and it was like these red velvet curtains everywhere and when they switched over the bands like the curtain would like Clothes around the stage, like a circular stage, semicircle. That's, that's how it should be. Yeah, and then they changed over, and then the curtains opened up again. Whatever happened like, to curtains in venues and theaters? I know it's kind of cool. It's I like, like it. Bring yeah. back the curtains. Yeah, just <laughs> bring back hashtag bring back the curtains. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that's not used by something else that we don't know about. Yeah, we're being culturally insensitive right now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that means something really bad in other countries. These curtains for you. Uh, also uh, that. An EP and this album was produced by the guy that produced Verve and Richard Ashcroft material uh -huh. as well. So um, got some good connections there. Yeah, so yeah. they just kind of, I don't know, yeah, what is their secret? I, I wasn't able to find out where it said how they met these people, Yeah, you know, but they, they met them one way or another, and I'm sure it's because of their talent. I think it sure was these... uh, the EMI connection probably because Fran Healy from Travis heard, said he heard their EP. Okay, so uh, yeah. that makes sense. And there's probably like someone in the industry shared it with right, him. Check and he was this like, out. Oh, they're good and they're here and they're signed to the label. <laughs> they're here. Yeah, so <laughs> come over, yeah. Well, cool. Um, and then so, yeah. I mean, yeah, more success. They started yeah. playing festivals. Yeah, yeah. You know, bigger shows of like 200 people in a packed tent or like festivals like uh, uh, Big Day Out. Yeah. I think one of them was called in th yeah. 2017. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, good stuff. They're just kind of yeah. doing their thing, making more and more music, yeah. making a name for themselves, mm -hmm. getting, you know, critical acclaim, mm -hmm. working with labels, and they're doing really well. Yeah. Um, they just keep coming out with albums. What's the next album? Yeah. Um, I think Down the Way in okay, down the way, 2010. Yeah. And this is the, the track here that I first discovered them it was this track, Big Jet Plane. Which is really great. I'll play it in a sec. Yeah, that is a great track. And that have you heard that one before? I have heard that yeah. one, but I had no idea it was this band. Yeah. Or yeah. this band existed. I just knew that yeah. song and it was just out there. Yeah. It was I, it was a Shazam thing for me. <clears throat> Many years ago I was in like some clothing store somewhere and uh -huh. it was playing and it fit the vibe of the shop I was in as well. It was like it was this white minimalist shop or whatever. Nice. And, and this track was playing and they had all these like nice magazines laid out everywhere and like coffee cups and that. And this song was playing and I shazammed it and I was like, okay, got to remember vibe. that. Yeah, that's a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> that's tight. Because that yeah. song really is great though. Yeah. They kind of hit a home run with that. Yeah. And it's just very chill. It's just very like you're driving, you know, through the city or the countryside on a rainy day watching the pitter patter on the windows. Yeah. yeah. Looking at the hillside. Yeah. And it's like. Yeah, just a great folky Americana yeah. indie song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, quite simple, but I think that's kind of what these guys do really well is simple. Yeah. Like they pack a punch with simple 
guitar things or simple melodies yeah. and just the way they present it mm -hmm. comes across really you want to connect with it yeah definitely yeah so i think that's kind of what they're doing really well and yeah. so down the way is a testament to that and yeah yeah i think a lot of those songs were it was a collection of these songs um written and the ideas were coming from different cities yeah i think they said they wrote a lot of this album in california so by this time mm -hmm. they'd left london and relocated to california yeah so they're yeah. in california now <laughs> I think, and, but they were on tour, so they'd written some of it in New York, some yeah. out in Cornwall. That's in the UK, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm getting this yeah. geography. Cornwall's a nice place, yeah. Uh, but they didn't really have like a plan or a, an outline to like, yeah. we're going to make an album. Here's how we're going to do it. They just started gathering the ideas and stuff as they were traveling the world and it eventually became a record. Yeah. And it just came together, they said. Mm -hmm. And uh, and some of these songs, I think they've had around for a while. Apparently, Big Jet Plane is a track that angus wrote by himself and had it for a while and then oh he was just sitting on it he, he was knew just it sitting on it yeah apparently he said about that song he was they were playing at a music festival somewhere he met this girl down by the creek she said like she basically showed him the world he had a certain way of saying it <laughs> he was like mesmerized by this woman and he was like by the time they'd finished their time being together he said i wanted to like steal her away and and he said, but I couldn't. So I wrote a song about her instead. And that was Big Chet playing. <laughs> Dang. I wonder if she knows. I wonder if they stayed tight or what was the, what was uh, the deal? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Seems like a cool girl. Sounds like they might have done some mushrooms or something. I don't know. From the way he was explaining it, it was like, I don't know. <laughs> no, it sounds like he's being vague. Yeah. <laughs> he's not giving up any information. So No. <laughs> but the song Fair. came out of it and it's really good. First one I heard of theirs. And I think probably a lot of people have heard this track. No, and this, yeah, this is the kind of track that transcends their style even. Like yeah. you'll hear this in coffee shops. Mm -hmm. it, it, like I said, they hit a home run. Yeah. It really packs a punch, even though it's mm -hmm. like a chill, kind of low-key song. Yeah, yeah. Let's give it a whirl, yeah? Yeah. track whoa we have our radiator coming alive in the studio here can you hear that yeah it's scary i even switched it off and it's still well uh, it's no, been it's by the way down. it's been off the last few days and i switched it on because it's been freezing here it's, the freezing weather has come back to seattle uh, it wasn't working and now it's now it's back on so now it's working overtime yeah, yeah. it just reminds me of the uh the scene in home alone where he goes down into the basement and like sees the big water boiler or something oh yeah like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a classic <laughs> classic yeah but yeah that's a classic song yeah 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 you know i think you know that further solidified their place mm -hmm. in music yeah and you know prove to everybody that they're here and they're here to stay yeah and they could write uh you know quintessential you know poppy folk song yeah yeah and uh re recorded that album in new york and uh they self-produced it the album i think 
had some help with engineers and mixers and people mixing and stuff like that. But um, yeah, that thing is cranking. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> maybe we'll edit, edit this out. Maybe not. Maybe not. Keep it in. Um, yeah, and then uh, still just consistently doing shit. And then 2014 mm-hmm. rolls around. They spend like a few years on the road. You know, yeah. touring, doing appearances. There's a lot of um, great sort of YouTube videos you can see of them performing at different venues and stuff like that. So again, Full one sets. of the huge things is what are their successes coming from being consistent and touring and yeah, getting yeah. out in front of people. And they said that's something they like. You know, they love the fact that they can play music and tour and see the world. It's yeah. kind of like the two things that they value. And yeah, that's my goal. Yeah. Yeah, travels. I like, want to go get coffees awesome. everywhere. Exactly. I yeah. want to visit every coffee shop in the world. Taste all the foods of different yeah. countries. And Mostly stuff. just the coffee. Just the Jay. coffee. <laughs> Mostly just the coffee. Yeah, like Istanbul <laughs> and have a, a real Turkish coffee. That'll be, that'll we'll be get something. Some, some euros. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? The options are endless. Yeah. But so they're consistent. They come up with more albums. Yeah, What's yeah. the next one? 2014, self-titled Angus and Julia Stone. Nice. They were asked why. Uh, uh, Angus said because we're lazy they couldn't for the, the name you're talking about right <laughs> yeah, they, for just, the album. they couldn't yeah. think of anything <laughs> yeah Julia said because we couldn't think of anything else so uh, come yeah. on guys <laughs> come on um, I don't know like but it's and uh, Rick Rubin produced this album okay I was gonna say yeah. they worked with Rick yeah so that's crazy yeah obviously we've talked about Rick yeah and he's kind of a legend, a yeah. living legend. Living legend. I, it's funny because I heard them talk about working with him. And then I also read briefly the other day about Rick Rubin talking about the new Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Oh, nice. And uh, uh, I think the interviewer asked him, was like, well, I like Stadium Arcadium. And Rick Rubin was like, well, if you like Stadium Arcadium, you're going to like this He's new producing album. that album? He's producing the new Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, I didn't realize well. that. Yeah. That's amazing. And he said, you know, with Red Hot Chili Peppers, he said they write, they overwrite. They, you know, if they're coming out of an album, they'll write like 50 songs. Well, with Stadium then, Arcadium, they probably wrote 50 songs and they released all of them on the same <laughs> yeah, album. Yeah, it's like a double album, that one. Yeah. That's crazy. And everyone was good. Like, yeah. And he said, yeah, it was great to see them in the rehearsal room again playing. And uh, he said the way he works with them is they'll, you know, they'll perform the songs live and then he'll make suggestions about like, oh, this part doesn't quite go into mm-hmm. this part and they'll, and then they'll rejig it and then do it a different way and, and that's kind of how he works with them sort of thing. But he's kind of like the sensei sort of Zen character. Um, yeah, just everything like I've heard. an idea putter together yeah. guy. He's not like, yeah. play this chord and then do this or, oh, look at this production technique. I'm going to make it sound like this. Yeah. He's just more of like, oh, what if you did this? Yeah. And I'll let you go for a week yeah, and yeah. come back. Yeah, and, he said, and Angus and Julia Stone said um, when they first met him, they just talked about life. Mm-hmm. So they didn't talk about music. They said they didn't really talk about music until they were in the studio. And then Julia was like, well, then sometimes in the studio, we didn't talk about music either. (laughs) (laughs) When are we going to do music, Rick? We're a band. And he said, he gave him an option. He said, do you want to use your band musicians on this album? Or do you want me to like find some people kind of thing? And they said, because they're kind of open to ideas. They're like, well, yeah, we're interested to see who you might suggest Mm -hmm. to like bring in to do this um, from everyone, from the engineers to the the musicians mm-hmm. and they said they used some of their traditional existing band members to play on the album as well as those people um but they said that 
yeah, with working with Rick Rubin, it was like he would, uh, um, you know, he's not like prescriptive here, yeah, like you're saying. He doesn't really say what to do. He's just kind of like, Julia said it's really great with him because you can try a lot of things. And she was really interested in that approach of just trying everything and seeing what mm -hmm. works and what doesn't work kind of thing. Um, and that, that's great, yeah. just being creative yeah. and being open yeah. to other people's creativity. Yeah, just yeah. getting new, new, like fresh blood into the studio, just... Yeah. Having a different person there that you haven't worked with or whatever can offer that much more of yeah. just a little perspective or a little bit of different energy that will you know help you draw out your own creativity or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So Definitely. I mean, yeah, good for them for being open. Yeah, creative, create creatively. Yeah, Oof, yeah. <laughs> that's a hard word, but that's super awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that album came yeah. out good, right? It did. Yes, another a big, consistent. Uh, or, or, there's a word I was going to say. Just a strong body of work. Like, uh, I feel like out of all their albums for me, Down the Way was like a pinnacle one with mm -hmm. Big Jet playing on it. And then this one, Angus and Julia Stone, is my, my probably my two favorites out of everything they've done so far. Nice. Like, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Um, and yeah, we could spend a track from the, the Rick Rubin produced. Yeah, you have a good one album. that I would... Picked Penis out the story. Picked out a couple of tracks. Little whiskey is a track I have here. Play this. <laughs> I like a lot of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a little. Little whiskey. Or a little. Multiple little whiskeys. Ooh, there we there go. You. Keep them coming. <laughs> uh, but, you know, good track. Yeah. So yeah. you can hear how, how tight it sounds. Mm -hmm. It's... Uh, it reminded me of The Verve, that one, which is funny because that wasn't produced by the guy from The Verve, but it reminded me of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's some influence there, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Some crossover. But I mean, I think the rest of the songs like sound like that one, like just tight, yeah, not messing around, yeah, not a lot of extra stuff going on, um, you know, kind of not dry, but like bare bones though, yeah, yeah, like just raw. Here's what we need to yeah. to make this song happen, yeah, and we're not trying to embellish it or go crazy with crazy harmonies or doubling things or, you know, crazy production techniques, yeah, like just real minimalist, down and dirty. Yeah, they definitely got their wheelhouse of what they're good at. Mm -hmm. Writing songs and the melodies and the guitar work and stuff like that. Yeah. Just, just that, simple yeah. simple rhythms, great melodies, and good pro storytelling. Prolific as well, because um, 
uh, yeah, because I, I sort of, there was like four years between Down the Way and this one, Angus and Julia Stone. Mm -hmm. But I forgot, I realized that they've actually both also maintained their own solo careers and releasing albums and EPs. And right, yeah, well. we didn't touch on that. Yeah. So like, um, Julia has three full-length albums out from 21, uh, 2010, 2012, and this year, 2021. Angus only has one, 2012. But I think he writes for other people as well sometimes. I think he does collaborate yeah. with other people. But one yeah. thing I found out during this research is um, Angus Stone is Dope Lemon, which is a different band. Oh, really? But it's basically... That's a pseudonym of his? Yeah, like, it's yeah. basically himself. Yeah. As far as I know, I don't know if there's other band members, but it's oh, a different yeah. project. Interesting. And it's it's more like this guy has a whole career and it's like psychedelic rock. Is it? Yeah. Is it a completely different sounding? It's like, It's not completely wild, you can still tell it's still him? Or, yeah, you could still, yeah. like, if you listen to this stuff, you could be like, okay, I see the, the okay. similarities and the influence. Yeah. Obviously, it's the same person, but the music is quite different. You've, heard, you've heard of Dope Lemon before? Or I think I've heard that? of Dope Lemon, but yeah. I didn't even know what they were. But yeah. I I saw in comments or something that he's the guy from Dope Lemon, so I looked into mm -hmm. them for a second. They've got two albums out, I see here, 2016 and 2019. Yeah, and I gave yeah. those a little bit of a listen. Yeah. And that was really fun to explore. Like, that's yeah. uh, low-key more excited about Dope Lemon than, <laughs> than Angus and Julia. That, no, no shade, but I was just like, that's dope. i got to hear some now. Can we play some Dope Lemon? Yeah, I, don't, I can't name a track that's good or bad. I'm sure most of it sounds good, but play something for sure. You listen to, um, excuse me, um, uh, a particular album? In, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. I think I just went through a bunch of their songs real quick. Um, okay. Well, there's a few popular ones here. Let's see what the most... I don't know if necessarily the most popular one on Spotify is the one to always listen to. But. No, yeah. Some, but sometimes <laughs> how it's about the top five. How about the least most popular? Okay, the least most popular, the, the fifth most popular How about Spotify. the one with 5 million plays versus the one with 80 million plays? Okay, okay. yeah. That's a good compromise because 5 million is a lot. <laughs> exactly. But it's not 80 but it's, million. But it's not 80 million. smooth yeah pretty groovy yeah um so Dope yeah lemon. just a little bit more kind of pop like indie pop mm -hmm. um and you know influenced by psychedelic rock yeah um, but not too far off from where angus and julia are not too far off yeah the artwork is very <laughs> not far off or whatever it's, they have crazy yeah. artwork with uh no one has like lettering. the, the naked le lady on a horse yeah with a lemon yeah. head yeah I think that's like the thing, obviously, dope lemon. Yeah. And so fans will get like tattoos of lemons. Yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. I guess that one picture with the girl on the horse was uh, 
like it was from Vogue magazine or some, uh, um, you know, big like Vanity Fair magazine or something like that. Interesting. And he okay. had to acquire that image. Uh, yeah. And I don't yeah. know, I was just reading a little bit of thing about that. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, Dope Lemon. Exists. They apparently have a new album coming out, Dope Lemon, November 12th, which will already be out by the time this episode comes out. Nice. Well, because we're actually in 2022 now. I forgot to already? tell you this, Jesse. Yeah, we're in 2022 oh my with goodness. this episode we're right now. <laughs> living in the future, but trying yeah. to be in the now. But yeah, in the now, now, now. We're just now in your N- now present. We're in your present, but we are in we're our in present our now. now. Your our now. You're in our past right now, but you're in your present. Yeah. And when you're watching this, we'll be in our future. Yeah. Well, the, we'll have all these crazy things that have happened to us <laughs> that haven't happened yet. We would have lived so much life. We would have played another show. I don't and, know. Uh, yeah, the, the night before that album comes out, I guess, huh? Oh, yeah. November 11th, we're playing. Yeah. Chop Suey in Seattle. Don't get your tickets because... It's in the past now, so oh, yeah. <laughs> don't look that up. And the day after, you Dope Lemon it. will be out. So yeah, that's exciting. But so yeah. yeah, I mean, thanks for being here, everybody. Thanks for listening. We're talking about yeah. Yeah. Angus and Julia Stone. Just yeah. found out that Dope Lemon exists. Yeah, um, I would encourage everybody to go check that out. Yeah, and uh, and some of Julia Stone's solo stuff as well. I haven't listened to it, but um, I'm guessing it's not too dissimilar to angus and julia stone stuff i think nothing, yeah nothing too crazy of departure she's not doing some weird electronic or anything like that i don't think i think but. she's doing you know more of what she does best yeah yeah what she's known for yeah yeah definitely indie folk rock yeah, yeah. you know so, not to say it so dismissively no she's just a yeah. you know uh she's just great at it so yeah. she's doing it exactly and i love it yeah and so, yeah, they have, there's so much stuff for you to explore, everybody. If you want to check out Angus and Julie Stone, they have a ton of albums out. We is that all we got on them? This is all I've got. No, I think that's all I got. Well, did we go over Snow? But yeah, they do have, after Angus and Julie Stone 2017, Snow was an album they had out. Yeah, the only thing I know about that one besides, like, I listen to the music and it's just more good Angus yeah. and Julie Stone stuff. Yeah. 100%. Don't want to sound like yeah. um, we're dismissing it. No. Um, but yeah, the only like story anecdote it was like why why they call it snow, and I guess they were just there was times when they were up in the mountains and there was snow around and it was cold and it was kind of like the theme of when they were piecing mm. the, together these ideas like oh should we make an album is this going to be an album right yeah. and so like snow was like the word yeah um, but that's all I got as far as stories yeah, yeah. behind that album yeah but more good stuff and then twenty twenty one they put out life is strange. Um, uh, they got a new record deal as well, and that's the first one that came out under BMG as opposed to EMI. And what's their latest album called that just dropped? Life is Strange. And it's a full LP? Yeah. From 2021? Yeah. And uh, the album is pitched as unexpected, unguarded, unforgettable, and led by the single Love Song. It was created as a soundtrack to a video game called Life is Strange, True Colors. Hmm. So that's, I would not expect Angus and Julia Stone to soundtrack a video game. Yeah, and it sounds like a weird <laughs> video game. What kind of video game is that? Graphic adventure video game. Um, it's out on all the major platforms. Like what, where you go on hikes in a video game? Um, 
it's the fifth installment in the Life is Strange series. I have not heard about this series of video <laughs> games. Um, and uh, are they not yeah. just talking about like GTA? No, this is a a, a just a it's just it's strange, man. Just a slight, you know. Oh, I, I know it. <laughs> Plots. Do you want to hear the plot of this video game? Yeah, that's what I want. Um, in April 2019, Alexandra Alex Chen leaves a foster care systems group home after eight years to reunite with her brother Gabriel. So you're just on an adventure as an orphan, and you're just like, <laughs> gotta go find your family. That's the game. This is very, very strange. Yeah. And Angus and Julia made the music for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is very strange. Uh, I, yeah, uh, life is strange. Damn right. Good yeah. name to call it, I guess. Oh, was that's this? a strange game. By holding a button, the player can see the emotions of a character. Okay, wow. that's getting kind of scary. That's a little bit um, deep. Yeah, we might have to play it and see what happens. We'll do a, we'll do a live streaming playthrough. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get on our Twitch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next up, Rooster Grooves on Twitch. Exactly. <laughs> this it. You know, we'll just play music-themed uh, video games. GTA had good music on theirs. They did. A lot of good artists I just, create songs just for those yeah. games. And I did mean, Did you ever play those games? I'm not a big video game player, but no, I have I, played GTA. And you can switch the radio station in the car and stuff like that. Yeah, they have like yeah. A, yeah. A, a playlist or, yeah. or, or, I mean, I don't know off, I don't know too much about it, but they at yeah. least have some songs that are specifically written for the game. Yeah, yeah. Which are I cool. So. I know... Yeah. One of my favorite bands, The Voids, did one for the last, mm. the San San Perico Heist, mm. one of the latest ones that came out, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about Waves, mm -hmm. California surf rock band. They did a song called Nine is God mm. that we should have played on that episode, but we didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they did one that was on that GTA radio station too, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. But cool. Anyway, yeah. Angus and Julia, that's all I got. Yeah. Angus and Julia Stone, awesome duo mm -hmm. from uh, Baltimore. <laughs> no, no that, from Sydney. That was Sydney. from the last episode. The last one was <laughs> uh, Beach House, which I forgot to say a story about them. Apparently, they did a show at Glastonbury, uh, and they said they took too much MDMA, which is why the show didn't really turn out very well. So if any of you were at Glastonbury watching Beach House or saw a video of it, and you weren't so into it, it's because... But they did the, the show? Yeah, they did the show on MDMA. But they were right. just, yeah. I mean, or coming hmm. down from it or whatever. I don't know. But they said Ooh, they did I don't know too which much. Would be worse. Probably the. I don't know if I could get on stage with, you know, I in I that state. No. Like, <laughs> or in either state. But yeah. like, <laughs> well, good for yeah. them for making the show must go on. You know. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, great stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah Americana folk, poppy mm -hmm. indie folk, Americana. Yeah. Angus and Julia Stone start anywhere in the discography and it's all good stuff. Yeah. Check out Dope Lemon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that what we calling it on this? Is that Angus and I Julia? Think so, yeah. That's we, the episode? Yeah. And we can play out on a, a track from their video game, Life is yes. Strange. <laughs> all right. Life is Strange. Strange. Uh, we're playing out. Hey, hit us up with any uh, info you got on Angus and Julia Stone or if Angus or Julia, you're, you're listening right now, hit us up. We'd love to hear yeah. from you. Tell us more about why life is strange. Mm hmm. At Roots to Grooves at signalradio.com, S I G N L radio.com. Go to Roots to Grooves.com as well for yes. every episode. There's also a link 
for free and there's also a link to watch all the video episodes as well that are also being pumped out on the weekly we're pumping pumping on the regular we appreciate you thank you for listening we're here for you we hope you're here for us and we hope to continue um living this strange life with you all in the past but in the now in the past but in the now be in the now is a production of Signal Radio. For more music and independent culture, visit signalradio.com. That's S-I-G-N-L radio.com.